is New York State of Crime. A podcast exploring New York's most disturbing criminal cases. I'm Brenna. And I'm Peter. And welcome back. Welcome to our third episode. Third episode. And yeah. we're coming downtown. Nope. No, but we're coming to New York City for the first time on the episodes. Even though we live here. Even though we live here. So that's fun. The rest of this case, not so fun. Not fun at all. Are you going to... Are you going to tell us this this story? Yeah. This is a leading news story. Fresh out the newspapers. Ripped from the headlines, That's as they meant. say in SVU. Yeah, this, this is a brand new one. Uh, fresh, disturbing case. It is certified disturbing. A few days ago, perhaps last week now, Kevin Gavin, age 66 was arrested uh, in Brooklyn on suspicion of a murder of three people. Uh, he is alleged to be a serial killer. Uh, these people were killed in the uh, Carter G. Woodson senior houses in Brownsville. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is in Brooklyn. And can we just say, I mean, when we, last week, we just got like an alert on our phones that was just like, uh, the citizen app was just like serial killer arrested in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. Like in the middle of the day, we were like, oh. Good. So we started poking around, and it's a really just horrific story. Just to make it clear, the Carter G. Woodson senior houses are part of the NYCHA housing system in New York City. Uh, the acronym is. New York City Housing Authority. It's it's public housing. Mm-hmm. And in this instance, it is seniors only housing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so NYCHA is just notorious for not keeping up their buildings. Uh, yeah. And that does factor into the story. So why don't you tell us what happened after this man was arrested? Right, so these are the alleged victims. Myrtle McKinney, age 82, she was killed in 2015, stabbed in the neck with a steak knife. Uh, Jacolia James, 83, on April 30th, 2019, she was strangled and stomped. Literally stomped. Uh, and Juanita Caballero, 78, was strangled with a telephone cord just a few weeks ago, January 15th. 2021. Wow. Can you believe this motherfucker stomped someone's grandmother? I, that, this is a detail I don't want to really dwell on, but yeah. And so I guess the most recent killing was what sparked the arrest. Right. Uh, he has since admitted to killing all three of these women. And Mr. Gavin the accused here had been arrested a few times according to police records mostly for low-level drug dealing which is fine so nothing violent that really flagged him but apparently you're not allowed to live in NYCHA housing if you have any criminal record any so criminal he record shouldn't have been living in the building according to the neighbors and he hadn't been arrested for anything since 2010 so he'd been lying low and he lived on the sixth floor of the building alongside two of his victims on the exact same floor 
which is just creepy. creepy. Um, neighbors who knew him noted that he had a glass eye, which I assume can be creepy. Yeah. And that he seemed a little intimidating when they encountered him. Uh, Gavin was known to run errands for the residents and uh, his elderly neighbors, so he sort of weaseled his way into being trusted by people, it seems like, by doing things for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Brooklyn District Attorney, Eric Gonzalez, said that he took advantage of his relationships with these women, was allowed into their homes, and did unspeakable acts of violence against them. He said this at a news conference. So it said somewhere that he was a handyman. Right. A handyman. So it sounds like he was like maybe an official handyman for the building at some point. I mean, nothing confirmed this, but this is what I would assume. And then maybe on the side, he would run errands for the people he got to know while he was fixing up the apartments and did that for extra money. Yeah. You know, there's not a lot of information and I'm not sure at all. It doesn't seem clear whether or not he was officially the super for this building Mm. or whether he was simply someone who had been around for a long time that people went to to get things done. kind of a freelancer, yeah. I don't think the word freelancer necessarily applies in this situation. There are freelance handymen. Well, I know. Okay. I didn't mean a freelance serial killer. I mean, you could have meant that. I didn't mean that. I meant, like, there are, like, just handymen who just, like, put up flyers and are like, yes. I'm a handyman. I'll Man bring my tools. Do my handy. Do a handy. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but that's... Maybe not that. They're not hired through an agency or something. They're yeah. freelance. Yeah. That's what I meant. Okay. Okay. Rodney Harrison, the chief of detectives, said that they had solid forensic evidence which tied Kevin Gavin to the women, but there was no further comment. Residents of the building asked for more security cameras after the first murder, but NYCHA was slow to respond to that, as they always are. Uh, In 2020, apparently, they installed four cameras in the lobby, but the 65 cameras that were set to be installed throughout the rest of the building were canceled due to budget constraints. Mark Lewis, one of Myrtle McKinney's sons, said in an interview that the arrest gave him some comfort, but he felt that people needed to be held accountable for failing to see the foul play in his mother's death for over a month. Ms. McKinney's death was initially attributed to congestive heart failure before the funeral director found the stab wound on her neck. So they didn't even do an autopsy in her case. They no. originally said she had died of natural causes. Right. Now, this is, this is extremely embarrassing for everyone involved, you know, except for the funeral director, because wh- whoever had handled her body before it got to the funeral home should have seen a stab wound, wound on her neck. Uh, right. Apparently, she was found on the floor by her home health aide, and police seemed to ignore the fact that her keys were missing and $800 had been withdrawn from her bank account the weekend that she died. Uh, Councilwoman Inez Baron, whose district includes Brownsville, also said that police had not followed up on tips given to them after Ms. McKinney's death. 
She says that this is an instance of what we feel, once again, is systematic racism where black lives have not, in fact, been afforded the resources and the time and attention to investigate complaints of people who live here and know what's going on. Uh, she also said that there was a death of an 86-year-old man in 2019 who was also found to be suspicious, although not formally linked to this case yet. Chief Harrison said police were investigating other deaths in the building but would not comment further. NYCHA is committed to ensuring the safety and security of our residents, supposedly their officials said in a statement. Now, a weird fact that came up in the New York Times article about this is that Kevin Gavin had an older brother, Leon Gavin, and after Ms. McKinney's death, the first death in 2015 was ruled a homicide, he was quoted in a New York Times article saying that she had died of a heart attack and he was shocked when detectives came to his door. Get the heck out of here, he said, recalling his reaction. Who would do something like that? Leon Gavin died last April. His younger brother, Kevin Gavin, then took over his apartment, 6E, on the same floor as Jacolia James and Juanita Caballero. Suspicious. It's just a weird fact that he commented on the first death. He was the one who lived in the building. It sounds from what we've read that Kevin didn't live in the building. He just was there a lot doing these errands. And mm-hmm. then his brother dies and he moves into the building where he had already committed a murder. Right. Or, I mean, or the brother knew something was covering it up. It is possible. I mean, it, it does seem like sometimes family members do know more than they will ever let on. And... Perhaps his older brother knew something, mm-hmm. or at least suspected something. Mm-hmm. So that's really all there is in this case. Um, Kevin Gavin is due in court sometime soon, but we haven't gotten any news on that. Uh, just off the top of my head, I remember hearing something on WNYC in the last couple days that he was supposed to be in court on the 27th. Today is the 29th, and I couldn't find any article saying whether he had been formally indicted or with what exactly. Uh, the plan, or not the plan, but the it's been said that he would be charged with one count of second-degree murder for each victim, but there is no confirmation of this at this time. So the weird thing about this case, in my opinion, is that they're calling him a serial killer, which obviously it is by definition in that it's a series of killings. It's more than one murder. Uh, but, you know, the, the traditional concepts that go along with that of having an M.O. is not present. You know, like he killed each one in a different way. Um, some more violent than other. I mean, they're all violent, but, you know, in different ways, like stabbing versus just choking with a phone cord. Like, both are horrific, but those are different. If you're killing for the point of killing, those are different. The method is not the same, and most serial killers don't really vary their method of killing. Mm-hmm. 
and this guy seemed to... I mean, of course, this is pure speculation, but it seems like he killed with whatever happened to be available to him. So, in the most recent killing, it was the telephone cord. Mm -hmm. uh, before that, just to stomp someone instead. So, yeah, that's horrible. Don't murder old ladies. Um, the families are obviously really devastated because they felt like their family members were safe in this building with other seniors and they were preyed on in this space. So as, as we get more information about this case, we'll run another update for you guys, but we're, we're not quite sure when that will be as the, the courts are getting clogged up with all of the, the COVID stuff and you know there, there's the courts aren't exactly proceeding in a timely manner they never have but they especially aren't now mm -hmm. yeah so look for that update in the meantime watch out for our next episode coming soon and you can find out more when those drop by following us on instagram that's new york state of crime you can also send us a gmail New York State of Crime at gmail.com. And you can also visit our website for all sorts of information. New York State of Crime Podcast.com. We'll see you next week. Yeah.